Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing okay. Had a had a tavern chat. Frog chat Thursday, last night, a tavern chat. And we talked about various and sundry things. And I'm falling back into my storyteller mode, I feel. And what I mean is I'm falling back into my storyteller mode as in I want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm getting back to the whys and wherefores of the what, why I do this and why all these the stuff I tell you about and things because these some of these indie games are really getting to me to think about that aspect of it. Now, somebody like RPG Pundit says we are not storytellers. Well, you know what? We're not one storyteller. I think a whole table is storytellers. It's just that the GM takes the lead and then the rest of them add to things. And that's a good thing. But what about by yourself? What I mean is I'm looking at all these things that streamline my play because we're advancing a plot. I am not afraid to say that I feel I like role-playing games because one, I'm an actor, and two, I like to, I want to be a storyteller. I'd love to be a storyteller where I could just sit there and just write some notes down and tell you a story. And I think gaming and and GMing helps that. Although you still have to remember the players across the table there. I mean, I've I've gotten a lot of things out of these these current games that I've been reviewing, like like Midderlands and Index Card RPG and the Black Hack and all that. And at my age, it gets to the point when you're doing a class and level system, you pretty much, if you've done it as much as I have or as much as a lot of people have. I've done this since 81. I, there are periods of time where I went away from gaming, but I always came back to it. And it's always like, you know, it's like riding a bicycle. If you play it long enough, you never forget how to do it. I can take a class and level system and go, okay, yeah, I can. I got this. Which is nice because the rules need to fade into the background. It, and it's funny because I want to be a storyteller. But I know I can't be a complete storyteller with a game because I've got to make room for the players. They want to tell their stories too. Also, I like to I like to roll dice. I like to I like to see an outcome. I like to see an unknown outcome. Take a chance. Roll the dice of fate and see what happens. There are times when you just want to tell a story. And there's times when you want to play a game and never the twain. I don't think the twain should be mixed up. Yes, games have good stories in them and stories sometimes are chancy about where they're going to go. But at the same time, you know, you I never would want to be a, a complete. See, I don't, I don't care for the storyteller type games because I like to roll dice too much. I like to see what happens too much in a to me, dice are the ultimate neutral party as far as what happens in the game. They are the ultimate neutral party because the dice don't care. They don't care what happens. It could be something good, could be something bad. You don't know. 
Roll them and find out. That's why I like rolling dice. That's why I like dice because you know a good conflict is always fun. It takes you can't you can't do do you know you can't have ice cream all you can't eat ice cream all the time. <laughs> Let me put it that way. And I just feel that the dice add something to that game that you know nothing else can. Dice or cards or whatever, you know, some kind of random. You need when you're playing these games, you need a random element in there. I I don't I can't see how these other games can can do it. Even Fate rolls dice once in a while. Maybe Fate dice, but they roll dice, and you're at the mercy of that to a certain extent. And to me, that's a good thing. That's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you on your toes. And it's all about keeping on your toes for me. So I get my I get my storyteller fix in this genre in this hobby. I get I get enough storyteller fix where I can I can actually let go and say, okay, what do you guys want to do? Where do you want to go? I'm working up to a sandbox. I don't ever feel you know I always say I wanted I I, I like sandboxes, but I don't ever felt like I actually really did a sandbox because I got this little thing in the back of my mind saying you need a plot you need some way for them to go because early on in the hobby I told you about the three years in Gamma World where nothing happened where I felt that the game master was waiting for us to make a story or something there were no plot hooks no nothing out there so I'm kind of wary of the sandbox at the same time can I put enough out there for them to be happy, to 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 actually have a story, because to me, role playing without a story is just you know mental, you know what. That's same with same with a storyteller RPG or a storyteller GM, where they're basically railroading everything. I mean, there's some groups that love that. They they just love sitting around and just chatting about their characters and interacting and things like that. That's fine and good. Well, that's why that's why I act on the stage. That's why I act and I go do productions and stuff. If I want that, I'll go do that. But here, I just want to have a good old improv, dice-rolling, monster-killing time with, with friends. That's what the whole thing about. And I get enough story in there that it matters. But at the same time, I would love to run something where I can improv it. I can improv... The st- I mean, I still have all the the ingredients of a good role-playing game, the player's input, the dice, all that stuff, and maybe a fragment of a story, an idea, a concept of a story, and then just build it. I was really impressed by, and I know other people can do this, by, there's a, a YouTube series called How to Be a Good Game Master, and I think I mentioned this one before, where the guy sat down and he improv a dungeon. A level of a dungeon. He came up with a, a basic concept of a tower. And he just started going, okay, here's the entrance. Here's this. This has, oh, this in it. Um, a statue in it. Or these two doors. Put two doors right here. Fine. And then he, and he went on to actually build a story out of it. Actually build a, an adventure out of that about about an evil god being killed by a good god and he wants revenge and things like that. And I was watching it and I was fascinated. And I said, 
this is the level I want to get to. I want to be able to come up with something in an hour and then run it. I want to be able to, you know, and it's almost like I want the players to back me into a corner. Because that makes me start thinking out of the box and start. I found out early on that I can actually, I've always, anything I do, whether it's writing or my artwork or this, I always tell them, give me a deadline. Give me a deadline. I work best under a deadline because then I can, I've, I've got a deadline. And so that's what sits me down and the stuff, the, the, the juice starts flowing. The brain juice starts flowing. Brain juice as my friend Glenn Sale calls it. So it just starts and I, and I just sit down and say, okay, I got to do this. And I do it. I did that at North Texas RPG con. They, Asked me to run a, a gangbuster, and if, unfortunately, here's where here's where it fell apart. Unfortunately, you know, when you have a muse, you gotta listen to it. And what I mean is, you gotta trust your judgment, because they asked me to run a gangbusters game, and I wrote something up in a f- couple hours, a premise and everything like that, and then I looked at it and I said, and then I second guessed myself. I said, hmm. This seems weak. I don't think I should run this. And so I pulled down an old scenario. And that was the, to me, that was the dullest thing I've ever done in that game or any game to my knowledge. Because, well, first of all, I was tired. It was like Saturday afternoon at North Texas. And about Saturday evening, I'm just like, I'm pooped from like three, three days of doing this, you know, being at the convention. And... I ran it, but I felt like I was kind of half-heartedly running it. I couldn't get the characters together in Gangbusters like I usually have to. In Gangbusters, you, you're doing a little extra work because the group is really not cohesive because they're different people doing different things. And they're not really like, let's get together and have a group. I've got a, you know, because you got one guy playing a mobster here, a gangster here, one guy playing a cop, another one playing a reporter, another one. And it's, you know, it's not like D&D where you can get the gang together. So you got to do a little more work. I was tired and I didn't. What's worse is I should have run what I wrote there. I should have had more confidence in my material, and I didn't. That That's something that's just vital to do right there. I mean, yes, give it a critical eye. Yes, I mean, I did give it a critical eye. I looked at it, and I went through two or three things, and I changed them, And but I, then I, at the end I go, maybe next year, maybe i got to work on this. I'm going to put it aside and run something I've written, run before. And it was it was just it was awful. I mean, it, but the players said they had a good time. That see, that's what's driving me. The players said they had a good time, and it was a great game and stuff like that. And I said, really, really, I didn't think it was all that good. You know, by the time hour three rolled around, I wanted to end this thing, and I did. So, I, I, yeah, like I said, you gotta trust your material. You gotta trust what you what you come up with. And you got it's all part of having confidence in yourself. You got to have your confidence you can do this. If you're weak on something, work on it. Try and play to your strengths. Try to make a story that plays to your strengths and what the if you have a group, what the the strengths of the players are.
that's the idea right there. So go ahead and take that bit of advice while I ramble and rant a bit today. In the meantime, I got to go start my day. So tell you what, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com. If you want to drop an email or anchor, you can go over there and drop me a voicemail. And we are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, and Juan Carlos for supporting me. You guys are great. So, until I talk to you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.